This is the Rich Eisen Show. Panay Sewell, did you play rock, paper, scissors with Nick Seriani of, of the Philadelphia Eagles? <laughs> no, I did not play rock, paper, scissors. The Rich Eisen Show. But if you did, would you? what would you do? I'm choosing rock. I'm sorry I have paper. Look. <laughs> <laughs> Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Earlier on the show, Pro Football Hall of Famer Kurt Warner. Penn State linebacker Micah Parsons. Lions head coach Dan Campbell. Coming up, NFL Films senior producer. Sir Greg Cosell. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show on the air, Friday before the NFL draft. I cannot wait. Six days from now, we will have answers to all our questions at the top of the draft. Who's trading up, who's trading down, who should have, who should not have, so on and so forth. Let the evaluations of the evaluators begin. That is what's going to go down in six days from now in Ohio. Talked about a quarterbacks with uh, my Hall of Fame quarterback, Kurt Warner, not only from NFL Game Day Morning and Westwood One Radio, but also um, someone will be part of our draft coverage, NFL Network's draft coverage, in six days from now. Great chat with Dan Campbell of the Lions. And then before that, Micah Parsons. Very good to get to meet one of the top defenders available in this year's draft. I figured before we hit the weekend, um, let's uh, talk one more time with uh, my uh, my friend from NFL Films, senior producer whose eye on the eye in the sky never lies. He is Greg Cosell's back here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you, Greg Cosell? Rich, I'm doing great. You know, you probably know this. Do you okay. know what today is the 50th year anniversary of? 50th year anniversary of, what is the night, so 1971? What, what, what is that, Greg? What is it? It would be the release of Sticky Fingers, one of the greatest albums of all time. Ah, look at you, Greg. Look at you going pop culture off the bat. You know, uh, I okay. figured you would know that, Rich. I know you're a Renaissance man. I did not. I, I didn't. I, I turned to my NFL, uh, my, oh, my yes, audio executive, Mike mind. Del Tufo. Normally, you keep me apprised of this sort of stuff. I am. I, I You dropped the ball. It's okay. I did. I'll blame I'll it on you. <laughs> Sorry, Greg. I was listening to it this morning watching tape, you know. Is that is that right. how you watch tape? Where do you watch tape? Walk me through that process. I, I watch tape in my office at NFL Films. I've got a TV screen. You know, I've got my cowboy remote. You know, so I sit and watch tape. It's a beautiful thing. Okay. I listen to music. You know, it depends on my mood. But today was a, when I saw that, it was a sticky fingers m- mode, you know. Fantastic. How many players have you watched tape on, Greg? About 180, 185 maybe. Okay, so before we get to the the quarterbacks, uh, one last evaluation atop that. Uh, Is Kyle Pitts the most uh, talented player? That's a, not a quarterback, or even of all of the players that you've seen on film? I personally believe he's the best prospect in this draft, yes. Would you go trade up and go get him if you're the Dallas Cowboys at 10? Flat out, right out the door. What do you think, Greg? What do you think? Yeah, I think, I mean, I think with Pitts, you have to, it doesn't matter what two letters you put before or after his name. I think he's a receiver and he's a weapon. And I think he changes the way you can play offense and makes it easier for your quarterback. Why do you because do don't, get, The way it makes that. it easier is it gives you more formation variation. You can do more things with what we call receiver distribution and location, which means the number of receivers to each side of the formation and who those receivers are. That's the location. And it gives the quarterback more information before the ball is snapped and that's what every coach is trying to do they're trying to give the quarterback the answer to the test before the ball is snapped of course of course you're trying to do that and he's you're able to do that but what on what on tape did you see that makes makes you go this is how how good he he is and how it can be translated to the next level 
Well, his movement traits are off the charts. He's such an easy, natural mover. Um, he's fluid. He can change direction. He's got incredibly long arms, which allows him to make contested catches very easily. Uh, he can run. He's such an easy runner. He caught a touchdown this year against Kelvin Joseph, a corner from Kentucky, who has first-round traits where he was uh, um, the line of scrimmage tight end, and he just ran – kind of a routine, uh, not quite an inbreaker, but he caught the ball against Joseph after making a very good move, and he just kind of ran away from him. And we're talking about a corner. So you're dealing with a kid that can win at all three levels. He's tremendous in the red zone, not only with his hands and his ability to go up and get the ball, but also with his ability to change direction. He runs those wide receiver routes, those, those change of direction routes, like pivot routes, whip routes, routes we associate with slot receivers. <laughs> slot receivers, not even guys yes. outside the numbers. Slot receivers, you're saying? Yes. So, I mean, he's, to me, he's, I've been doing this a long time, Rich, as you know. Yes. You know, I finished 41 years in NFL films this season. Yes. So I've seen a lot of players, and I tend sometimes to be jaded. But this kid, to me, is really special. <laughs> Greg Cosell here on the Rich Eisen Show. So... Then there's the wide receiver class. Um, the Bengals are going to have that choice, I believe, between Jamar Chase to uh, to give Joe Burrow a weapon with whom he's most familiar, uh, or Panay Sewell, uh, a protector. What, based on the the film that you see, wow. you, would you say is the the better option at five? For the Bengals, that that's a hard call, only because uh, th- that becomes a philosophy issue. I mean, how you feel about protection, how you feel about your quarterback being able to handle, and and at times perhaps camouflage a lesser O line. Many quarterbacks can camouflage O line weaknesses or lack of strength in an O line with the way in which they play with timing and rhythm. I ultimately think Burrow is that guy. Um, Jamar Chase to me is another guy that has some special qualities. Um, he's a type A personality. He's an alpha dog. He's got great, uh, great. when I say size, not, not length per se, but the way he's built. He, his play strength is, is really high level. Body control, balance. You know, he reminded me of two guys when I watched him. And normally these things just pop into my head, Rich. I don't mm-hmm. sit around for 15 minutes after I watch a guy and say, who does he remind me of? It either pops into my head or it doesn't. But he reminded me in the way in which he played of Steve Smith and DeAndre Hopkins. Those are two pretty damn good receivers, I'll tell you that. Yeah, no, I, I, he's another guy whose tape, I, and obviously I watched his 2019 tape, mm-hmm. um, uh, his tape, in my view, was really, really good. Okay, and then what about the wide receivers from Alabama? How do, how would you rank them? Uh, and I guess you have to also include the fact that the NFL usually just looks at somebody who's 166 pounds as the Heisman Trophy winner Devontae Smith is and just say, well, that alone means you can't be in the top part of this draft. Well, I'd, you know I'd answer that question this way. I would say that what that means is that Devontae Smith is a discussion in draft rooms. It doesn't mean he can or can't play, but it's a discussion because he's an exception. So you have to discuss it. Now, you may come away from that discussion and say it doesn't matter. His receiving traits are so good, which they are, by the way, that we feel that that can compensate the fact that he's 166 pounds. Or you may come away and say, depending on your view, 
and say, you know what, we're a little concerned about that. We love the player, but we're a little concerned. So I, I think when all said and done, you ultimately have to decide how best to deploy him. Um, my sense is that you'd probably deploy him as what we call an off-the-ball receiver, meaning he's, an, he's a Z, that he doesn't line up right on the line of scrimmage, where if, he, if he's pressed, the corner's literally right there next to him. That if he's off the ball, there's a little more room between him and the corner, and that receiver, the Z, he can go in motion. Because to me, what you want to do with, the, with Devontae Smith is you want to get him free access off the ball. He's silky smooth and he's a strider. You want to allow him to stride out in the initial part of his routes. That's where he's so good. He's so good when he can stride out and then it, it gets into the rest of his, his receiving traits. But you don't want him to have to fight off press coverage too often. I'm not saying he can't do it, but I don't think that's what you want to do with him too often. NFL Film Senior Producer Greg Cosell here on the Rich Eisen Show. NFL Matchup Analyst as well, at Greg Cosell on Twitter. I follow him. You should as well. The best defensive player in this draft is? Fill in that blank. What do you got for me? Oh, the best defensive player. God. Um, to, <laughs> um, throw out some names to me. I've seen so many guys. Okay, you got Parsons. You got yeah. um, you got Patrick Sertan at the, the corner. Just those are two choices right off the back. J.C. Yeah. Horn is another one that the Cowboys are apparently I, I would looking say at. Parsons really intrigues me because the thing about if you're going to look at linebackers in today's NFL to draft a linebacker high in my view he has to be able to play in your sub defenses meaning 5 DBs 6 DBs either as a coverage player space player or as a pass rusher now many people may not know that Micah Parsons when he was recruited out of high school many recruited him as a defensive end that's what he played in high school he has pass rush traits um, he is a really explosive athlete, and he's close to 250 pounds. There's not a lot of guys close to 250 who have his kind of explosive movement traits. So he's got special movement traits. Um, he's a fascinating player. And then, like I said, you, you play in your sub-defense, and he can be either a linebacker playing in space, matching up to tight ends, or he can rush the quarterback because he has experience in his background doing that. Greg Cosell here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's get to the quarterback evaluation, your last one for us before we get to the, to the draft. We've seen all the pro days now. A couple of them have had multiple pro days. Uh, the tape on Trey Lance is two years old because uh, 2019 was the last year in which he played. We all know about the evaluation about Mac Jones and what he has suddenly become in terms of uh, the apple of the 49ers' eye, supposedly after the trade, and then Justin Fields, and now Lance is uh, on that carousel as perhaps being the one that the 49ers traded up to third overall. There's also Zach Wilson for the Jets. Walk me through your quarterback well, depth chart. What do you got for me um, here six days before the know, draft? I, I, I think... And I'll answer it this way. I think we've reached a point in the NFL where everybody ascribes the same traits. They have the same traits cheat for quarterbacks. It's just the relative value you would ascribe to different traits. So in other words, some coaches might believe we're now at the point where you're limited to not being a great starter if you can't make plays off script. Other coaches might say, you know what, that's a good thing to have, but at the end of the day, 
here's I teach my system. It's a structured system because all quarterbacks are system quarterbacks. They're taught a system. And if you can't execute my system to the highest level, the rest doesn't matter. So it's ultimately where you fall on that. We know how Kyle Shanahan, and of course who he drafts is unanswerable right now, but we know Kyle Shanahan has tremendous conviction in his system, right, Rich? You know, we, we all know that about Kyle. So does he, is he looking for someone who he believes will execute it to its highest level? Or has he evolved and is he looking for someone who, yes, he can teach them how to execute it to its highest level, but also would love to have that ability to make some off-script plays because seemingly they happen in every game. That's the, that ultimately, to me, is the question. And it, we, it's unanswerable right now. Mac Jones has a lot of great traits, no question. He will not make off-script plays. And, and what you're trying to do with those kinds of quarterbacks is they have to be special in the pre-snap phase, as we said, have the answers to the test. And they have to have tremendous functional knowledge of defenses, knowing which particular defenders are critical based on a given play call. So what do you – you've looked at all the tape. Yeah. I don't know if you have like one through five, but if you well, could. Well, I really don't, but I'll tell you the guy who I, I in, in re-watching, who I'm starting to like more. And again, I don't know him, and I don't know where he'll go. But uh, Justin Fields has really grown on me. I think he's got a lot of really good traits. Um, and I'm really curious to see where he goes. How has he grown on you, Greg Cosell? Um, I, th- I really like the way he throws the ball. Uh, to, to quote a coach that I know, he's got a 65-plus yard arm, so he can drive the football. I think he's got a power arm. I think he can throw with touch and pace. Um, you know, I just, I just think that in some ways it's the Justin Herbert conversation from a year ago. Were there some concerns on tape with Herbert? Yes, there were, because that's all we had as of a year ago. Could you say that about Fields? Sure. Um, but I think he's really a high-level traits quarterback. And we just don't know, or I don't know anyway, um, why Herbert, why those things that were on tape that were not necessarily positive didn't show up this year. It, maybe it's just natural development of the player. Maybe it was coaching. Maybe it's any number of reasons. But that's why I'm so anxious to see where Fields go, goes because I just think he has high-level traits. I mean, last we spoke, Greg Cosell, it was after just after the trade had happened, and I asked you, who do you think that they, they traded up to go get? And that's where we first had that conversation that we just, just you know revisited about your concept of what do you want? You want somebody who doesn't who's going to stick to the script and you're so darn confident in your script and in your, your scheme that that's the perfect guy for you? Or are you going to want somebody who can actually give you those unscripted plays? And that's the question that's going to be posed to Kyle Shanahan with the, the, uh, the question in, in the form of who's your third overall pick, right? So, yeah, and it's unanswerable right now, obviously, but right. I think that's part of the question, and that, that's a discussion. You have to have that discussion before you draft a quarterback. But now we also know in between that point and this point, Greg Cosell, that the Jets have decided that one of these kids in this draft is a better option than Sam Darnold moving forward, and we're assuming it's Zach Wilson. If that's the case, do you like that evaluation that the Jets did and and going in that direction? Um, you know, boy, yes and no. I mean, I Darnold was a guy that, look, I, I thought he had some concerns coming out, 
And clearly, those concerns continue to show up through his first three years in the league. He's now going to be in what's essentially a Kyle Shanahan system where everything is really well-defined. It's impossible to know how he would have handled that. We're not going to see him in that specific system. Um, you, you, I think there's more that goes into it than just on-field play here because I think an organization now gets a chance to reset itself, Rich, when you draft a quarterback. Where they were in a tough spot with Darnold because if they kept Darnold, first of all, the fan base probably would not have been happy. And if Darnold went out week one and, and was 0 for 3 on his first three passes, we know how that would go. So uh, if you're just talking from purely a talent level, um, I think Wilson presents a little bit more than Darnold has. Um, but, you know, Wilson is not a big quarterback. You don't have to be a big quarterback. You know, we've seen that. But uh, Wilson moves around a lot. There's a lot of Patrick Mahomes in Wilson in that there's a, a – based on pure college tape I'm speaking now. We know what Mahomes has become. There's a little bit of an undisciplined, reckless nature to Wilson, and I'm curious to see how that plays out within a highly structured system that he will now be taught, if, he, if that's who the Jets pick. And, you know, uh, usually when a first overall selection gets his uh, fifth-year option picked up, it's not uh, a big bit of news, but this is Baker Mayfield we're talking about now, and that's apparently what the Browns have yes. done. Um, and and we had Kevin Stefanski on the show yesterday. It seems like that those guys are are, are appropriately matched at the hip. They're meshing very well. Uh, do you agree with that decision? And also, the the Carolinas apparently uh, going to wait till after the draft to pick up Darnold's fifth year option, which means they might actually choose one eight or give the indication to somebody you better come up and trade with us because we might take your guy. That might be an interesting scenario right there. Well, as far as Baker, I agree with that. I think that he improved dramatically. Again, I think this is why there's so many variables, because I think the Kevin Stefanski system, which starts with play action, and I think that play action really helps define reads and throws for a quarterback. I think that really helped Baker. It was evident watching the tape that he became more confident as the year progressed. They started to throw the ball more later in the season. Um, So, yes, I think... That system, and that system has really done well for a lot of quarterbacks. It's essentially a similar system. It, it has elements, of course, of the Gary Kubiak system. And we saw, for instance, what Gary Kubiak did for three, four years with Matt Schaub in Houston. You know, it really presents, I hate to use the term that it's quarterback friendly because it's so cliched, yeah. but quarterback friendly means certain things that it presents defined reads and throws based on the structure of your offense, the use of personnel, the use of formations, what that means for the predictability of defense. There's so many things that go into it, and I think that it really helped Baker Mayfield, and he clearly was a comfortable quarterback as the year progressed. Greg, always enjoy our chats. I tweeted out the last time I could talk ball with you all day. Um, I really could, but I have to take a break and make sure that my uh, partners get their commercial time. Um, I appreciate it. Let's talk after the draft, if you don't mind. I always enjoy no, I our chats. No, I love you, Rich. Right back at you. Thanks, Greg. Thanks. You bet. That's Greg Cosell. I follow him. You should too. So there is that Sam Darnold news, and and uh, and I've got a a, a a keen sense, I think, of what that's all about. Not picking up his fifth year option right now. Let's take a break. We'll come back. What's part of Chris Brockman's news updates? We also have a nice phone bank of callers. We'll take those as well here on a Friday. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung. 
And that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O-O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Mike Del Tufo is standing in a microphone that's uh, about, I'd say, 20 feet away. Yep. Looking right at Mr. Wonderful of Kevin O'Leary of Shark Tank. Go for it, Mike Del Tufo. What happens if, like, something happens to me and 2,500 miles away, my family's there and they don't know I could be sitting in the apartment alone, dead for days? So I came up with an idea for an app called Just In Case that would be basically you download it and you could check in with this app and other people could see that A, you're alive still. You could basically be tracked with it. And in theory, basically, it would keep you, you know, people knowing what's happening. Just to get the whole story before I completely eviscerate you. Go ahead. how, how, How would you make money doing this? You a subscription per per month. Oh, people are going to pay per month. Ninety nine cents per month. Very cheap. Twelve dollars a year. <laughs> okay, so here's a scenario. Yep. Like you're in your apartment. You die. Don't you think the neighbors are going to smell your rotting corpse? <laughs> oh no! There was actually a person in Santa Monica that sat for eight days, two buildings down from me, before people knew that that person was dead. That's the worst idea. I, it, not only does this have <laughs> zero merit. I mean, the chance that people actually want to contemplate their mortality and pay 99 cents a month doing it is crazy. Think about it. If, you're, if, you're, if your mom calls you for two days and doesn't get an answer, she's probably going to call the super and say, go check on his corpse. Like, think about it. They don't need 99 cents a but month for that. But in theory, wouldn't you want, would, if it's something you don't have to do, Mike, other people can check in. When you're in. dead, you're dead. Uh. Like, who cares? 
but just in case. No, I won't care. There'll be a new guy. How does the app know you're dead? The app doesn't know you're dead. You what have to tell is, it you're not dead. The app dead. would tell not you dead yet. that you're not checking in. Every time you unlock your phone, it would ping, and you put people on a list that know that if, like, your, your mother is in Florida, she could be sitting in the house. You know that at least she's checked in on her phone if you're their kid. You don't have to talk to him on the phone. You don't have to call him. And if it's a kid, what? you know the kid. If you think you're, if you're, if you're worried if your mother's happened. dead, why don't you call her? Well, call let's say, mother, Mike. Call let's, your mother. But let's just assume that you, let's, you don't, you're not going to call. People don't call their mother and father and live 2,500 miles Mom, away every day. I just want to make sure you're not minute. dead. Like, are you kidding? You should call your mother every day. No, no, no. I'm talking about like all day. You don't know. Oh, oh you want to know the exact moment your yeah, mother you dies. Check in. You know that they've actually. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. So she logs on, says, "I'm dying. I'm dying." Oh man! Are you, like, you know, Mike, horrifically bad, really bad, really bad. <laughs> I tried. YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. We love watching our YouTube feed and how many people are interact with us and at Rich Eisen Show for Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram as well. Back here on our Peacock simulcast. Let's take some phone calls before your news update. Okay, Christopher? Let's go. Sound good to you? Let's go to uh, Evan in my uh, my hometown of New York. He's been hanging on for damn near two hours. What's up, Evan? <laughs> hey, Rich. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks for making it. Um, I called you about... I'd say maybe a month and a half ago. Okay. And you were talking about your fantasy team, right? And I think you made a trade where you thought that you were getting Lamelo, and you actually got Lonzo, and you Correct. were upset. That's right. Because yes. now you gave up Chris Stops. Um, before I go further, how are you doing with that? I am, where are you uh, in your standing? Well, I had Anthony Davis. I have Anthony Davis and Andre Drummond, who sat on his uh, <laughs> keister or was forced oh, to sit God. on his keister, and then finally got back out there and had his toenail ripped off. So, how do you think I'm doing? <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry, Rich. <laughs> it's all good. Well, um, listen, in that, in the middle of that conversation, and I was watching the TV afterwards, I mentioned that the Knicks won the trade. And you gave me the, the face that you gave me. Yes. It was just like disgust almost. I never felt so low in my life until I saw that face. <laughs> I from apologize, you. Evan. I'm no, sorry. No, 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 no. I don't mean and to I, take I, my I, Dolan Phil Jackson dislike out on you. Right, okay. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. But okay. now here we are late in the season. And we see what Julius Randle is doing. And you can't, listen, if we re-signed Kristaps, we would not have really been able to make that Julius Randle trade. He is exceeding expectations. No doubt. Far better than what Kristaps could have ever done. Mm -hmm. So are you ready to eat crow and Ooh. say, look, oh. we won the trade? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to sit here and say the Knicks have surpassed everybody's wildest dreams this year, and I, I hope it does continue. Uh, I think the owner is the worst owner in sports. There's no question about it. Fair. I think at some point, you know, he's going to rear his ugly head, and it's going to. It's. I, I, I might be wrong. I. I. I am. You know, watching this renaissance from afar, and um, and I'm happy for all of my Nick friends. I'm happy for all of them. Yes. Including you, Evan, even though you'd like me to eat crow uh, on the air. And, uh, you know, uh, again, uh, Randall's been incredible. It's Again, I can't tell you how jarring it is for me to see him wearing Bernard King's number and performing so well. Mm -hmm. Quick, Quickly's dynamite, man. I, I, I'm a fan of his uh, of his game and his heart and his, his desire to get better. Um, so I appreciate the call, Evan. Mm -hmm. I hope, Hopefully that will uh, suffice. 
All I know is that I definitely lit a fire under the Yankees. That's all I know for at least one game. <laughs> Good job. I lit a fire under them. They came down, with down three nothing. Win. Last Come back win. Too. Come back win. The W. You know, I'll tell you this though, and I know um, these games start at ten o'clock Eastern time. Padres uh, Dodgers are. That's a fun series. Padres oh, Padres are Padres are going to wind up giving the Dodgers everything and then some. I think so. You know, last night seeing David Weathers' kid deal, you know, and um, and uh, Bueller give up a Bueller. a couple of runs, and uh, and then the the Padres hang on, and then my my go blue guy Cronenworth come turn with Tatis, easily the clubhouse leader for defensive play of the year to essentially save that game in the lead for the Padres last week. Mookie Betts saved a lead and a win with a diving catch in center field. You know, Profar and and Kershaw, who's going against you, Darvish tonight, barking at each other, and they played four games and they split them. And you know, I guess if you will, the rubber match over two different series in two different towns is tonight. Kershaw and Darvish, I will watch. Yeah, this is a great Absolutely. series between Must two watch. teams that are are. Can you can you say they're evenly matched? Because right now, I mean, uh, obviously the Dodgers have all sorts of, you know, eight nine figure contracted guys. Tatis Don't, is also hitting like one thirty right know, now. But he's so also, he, I mean, he had that ten day stint. Yeah, so he's you know he's not swinging it yet. It's fun. It's fun. That's what John Boy said. Is that the 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 Padres might not win the division, but they they they're the no. greatest threat to the Dodgers yeah. overall in the Over NL. seven games for sure. Exciting. It's a fun series to watch, and they are they are competing. Both teams competing. People were wondering uh, what kind of reception you Darvish is going to get tonight at Dodger Stadium. I I I I, I, I suspect it will not be a great one. Although knowing what we know now, about, I know, you know I, the Astros I, look, I, 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 I know, I know. They bang the trash can slowly. I, I don't know if there are going to be enough nuanced fans out there yeah. this evening. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, 844-204-RICH. If you're on hold, stand hold. We'll still take your calls. Chris Brockman's news update right here on the Rich Eisen Show on a Friday. And now, with a report of the day's news from the world of sports and entertainment, someone who is not a journalist or newsman by any definition of the word whatsoever, it's Chris Brockman. All right, Chris, what do you got over there? Uh, another, another baseball No, real quick. A's go for 12 straight tonight. How about that, man? After only winning one of the first eight. They've got the money. Now here comes the ball. Uh, all right. A little NFL here. Ian Rappaport talking about the Dallas Cowboys. TJ tweeted out a little bit ago, smoke screens abound. But of this fact, I'm, quote, pretty sure. Don't expect the Cowboys to trade up for number 10 in the first round. The love of Kyle Pitts has been noted, but they join a long list. Not expected to go up to get him. There you go, TJ. So basically what they're doing is they are going to just take Jerry and put him in a chair and like king of comedy, like what they did to Jerry Lewis. They will kidnap him and tape him up while, while the broadcast is going on. And then once the Cowboys have made their selection, Jerry can come out of the chair and be part of it. So stick and put, stick and put a 10. Stick and put a 10. I think the Falcons are probably asking for the moon. Uh, the yeah. moon and all teams are doing that right now. I read Dave Gettleman saying the number of times that he's, you know, he's up for trading out 11, but he's not going to get fleeced. Did I just take? No, no. Oh, no, no. That's what he said. The no. Giants GM, he's sitting there at 11. He goes, I'm not going to the number of people right now saying I'll, I'll trade up, but just, you know, 
How about just how like about a, nothing? Maybe like a fourth. Right. Yeah. And then I'm sure the Falcons are kind of on the other side of things. Like we could take our quarterback of the future here. We could take Kyle Pitts here. You want to come up from 10? That's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Pick swap. We'll see what happens. Pick swap, first of the, round, maybe a I love that also. story that Lewis Riddick told this this week when he was on the show. He was in the Washington draft room. They go to sleep night before the draft. Consensus in the room, K2. We're taking Kellen Winslow the second. Next day, they wake up. They have a conversation. One last one. Let's do Sean Taylor instead. Right? So these things happen. Conversations are had. We're not trading. We're not trading. Let's get it out there. We're not trading. Thursday, they're trading. Oh, baby, I'll be texting. <laughs> I might actually stop in the middle of the broadcast, TJ, on uh-huh. NFL Network to take my phone. If you're watching, if the Cowboys trade up and my guys are talking and they take they a stop. four shot they and stop. I'm on my phone, I will tell you with a thousand percent I am texting TJ Jefferson. That is what I am doing. <laughs> you're rich. Well, I will be- tell you that right now. I don't need the magic eight ball to see that moment confirmed i don't need that ball to tell me confirmed if that trade happens i could be in the middle of just like saying oh my gosh trade to announce and i'm like that on on the air on this phone that's a text i'm never going to receive Face, facetime tj during the yeah facetime me rich don't tell uh, dr jones with my rubber glove oh, is going to make good. sure every one of you are safe what do you got over there like you need the weekend i know uh I other do. draft note espn uh pointing out the panthers quote very open to moving back from number eight, talked about the front offices, talked to at least five teams about trading back. This is after GM Scott Fitterer said today the team won't make a decision on Sam Darnold, fifth-year option, until after the draft. If they do lock in that fifth year for Darnold, that's $18.8 million for 2022. And I know the way that that's going to be perceived. And the way it's going to be perceived is exactly why the Panthers are not picking up his option right now. They want everybody from now all the way to Thursday say, hey, maybe Carolina could actually take a quarterback. If Trey Lance falls, yeah. it doesn't Justin matter Fields that they falls. did. All they did was just give up before this year and a two and a six, the next. That's all. I mean, yeah, that's whatever. That, you know, you could get through all that to get your quarterback of the future, and then Darnold and him are competing, and then we go to work and all of that. Mm-hmm. And oh my gosh, could they actually be doing all of that? If Trey Lance falls to them, they, they could actually take him, which is another reason why i think that's a smart move let everybody think that because if you want trey lance if you're your bill let's say bill's head over heels right mm. now let's say we're yes. wherever bill is <laughs> and he puts down nike's food yep. in that kitchen and then he goes uh, he's sailing on 19 rings or whatever uh-huh. and then he comes back into the marina and then he goes to the the juice bar for ice cream and nantucket Linda, oh yeah. great oh, absolutely absolutely we, we you know my let's wife go. and i we love it there okay Goes to the white elephant, has a nice dinner, and then goes home. Yeah, okay, absolutely. all of that, right? Sees Albert Does Greer. that. Let's just say while he's doing all that, he just loves Trey Lance. Loves. And then he's falling to eight. Mm. eight. Maybe I got to go to eight. Although Bill might see this banana in the tailpipe. There's Nike right there at the table. You bet. Right there. You know what Nike's looking at? North Dakota State Bison film right there. <laughs> That's what Nike's breaking down right meat, now because he because 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 his because his daddy loves Trey Lance. Okay. I think so. Nike- I, but I don't think Bill would fall for that banana in the tailpipe. But it's in there. Pay, hey, they haven't picked up his option. It's because they want to leave their options open in case anybody comes up and gives them the Godfather offer for eight because they think they're going to take the quarterback that they want 
great way to pop in front of Denver. Denver might take your guy. I might take your guy. Let's go. Someone who wants to come up to eight, let's go. You sign Sam Darnold. He's our guy. We're going to pay him 18 gajillion dollars in two years from now. You take that off the table. You don't want to do that. Smart move on their part. Smart move. I think Darnold's their quarterback of the future, personally. He's 23, for crying out loud. Yeah. He's never been evaluated. He's got better weapons around him now automatically. That's why he's so he's smiling. He's got an old friend in Robbie Anderson, and that's Christian McCaffrey, for crying out loud, right, right there. DMC. <laughs> Come on. Man. That alone. We don't even need to talk about half their other weapons who they have. What else you got over there? All right. Uh, Adam Schefter tweeted this out earlier. Uh, Roger Goodell, fully vaccinated and will be allowed to hug the players who attend oh, Thursday your answer to this, Chris, and you tweeted out saying that you're, you know. You I, was... I am not a fan of this. I've never been a fan of this. Oh, why? I, love I, think it's, I think it's weird. It's because you're, no, you're I think hard-hearted. It's, I think it's you're awkward. Hard-hearted. You're hard-hearted. You can shake his hand. What's with the massive players walk up to like, him and hug him? Like, you, ha- like you haven't seen your family. You like you're getting off the airport, and Roger Goodell's there to greet you. Who's, it's, it's weird. Who's the guy that chest bumped him in Tennessee and nearly knocked him over? Yeah. Who's that guy? Was it a Dolphins player? Oh, was What's it Christian Wilkins? What's the matter with you? The back pat. You I, hear the pat. I, I love that. I think that. it's weird. I think oh, it's awkward. I love it. Dude, it's, it's the culmination of your life's dream, bro. You get your name called, and you walk yeah. out there, and there's the commissioner. Yeah, like great, great. You finally get a job at Apple. Are you chest bumping and bear hugging Tim yeah, Cook? But, yeah, yeah, I do. But, no, you're not. I would. Yeah, but Tim Cook's not paying you all that money. It's not the lifelong dream that's realized. And Apple isn't yeah, a contact yeah, it's sport. Not, no, no, it's you can't, football. There are no comparisons. It's super weird. There's no comparison. I, I think it's weird I'm that not you into hate it, it that I'm much. not into it, and that's totally fine. Everyone else might be. They might think this is super NBA cool. NBA players don't do it to Adam Silver for two reasons. One, you might break him in half. Okay? <laughs> and two, no, I mean, Adam, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Adam's a very fit man. I mean, but and, and two, you have no idea. You're hugged in the NBA, and all of a sudden, that hat you're wearing, it changes three times. That's true. Because your rights have just been traded during the hug. I don't know, man. Like, just... two teams can trade their rights for you. You could have your rights traded to two different teams during one single bear hug with Adam Silver in the NBA. He's I have no your, idea. He's your boss. You shake your boss's hand. And then it's no. also not official for another week and a half. Like, I find that very strange. You're that opposed to the hug. I, I, I just like you're you're hard hearted. The first the year, I'm not hard hearted. I just think it's weird. The first year they did that in Radio City, and they he really started doing it. The pats on the back when the player it was sounds amazing. I remember when he first started, like I would take was, a video of each hug and I yeah, put it on amazing. Twitter. Like Trent every Williams, hug. didn't Trent Williams lifted him? Lifted him, yeah. Picked him up. It's, it's not amazing. like it's not like you're in your life thinking the NFL is like telling Trent Williams, do we, you know, we gotta we gotta soften the commissioner up, lift him up and hug him. Roger's a huggy guy. What's I'm a hugger with you. I'm, I'm a hugger I'm, too. I'm down with that. And I'm double vaxxed. <laughs> All right, and lastly, we were talking about this uh, the last couple of days with the jersey change. Yes. And about how guys would have to buy out uh, their remaining inventory. Yes. Pro Football Talk had this uh, per a source with knowledge. Dalvin Cook, Vikings running back, looked into this. Yes. Wanted to switch from 33 to number four. Yes. But was told the price tag to do so $1.5 million. So let me guess. Hold on a second. Yada, yada, yada. He's wearing 33. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> he's not changing his jersey number. <laughs> yeah. 1.3. Yada, yada, yada. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And I, I read that story, too. It's full retail price. Right. So that's, the price that's is right. Full re- no, uh, I mean, that's 100 no, no, bones. The price is right. It's actual retail price. This is oh, like 
full retail prices. Isn't that uh, uh, aren't that two different things? Yeah, because I guess full count sa- sales tax. Everything. 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 Yeah, everything. everything. Like they don't just like they don't even give the players a discount of just the cost. No. We'll just give you a little. Hey, Dalvin, one point five million to switch your jersey. That's but, so ridiculous because he just waits a year and yeah, he, if he waits and just says, "Look, I'm going to do my number, but I want to do it in 2022." Yeah. Free zero, free ninety nine. Rich <laughs> promo code. Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> promo code. Take That's a my hike. Promo code. Get out of here. Smart rookie. Take Please. that number. I think Buy you're missing a, a, a word that and you I can't say on Peacock in there, Rich. No. By the way, that's not a bad move. If you're a smart, smart rookie, rookie in Minnesota, oh, Brady wants get 10. four now. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. And then two years. Two, but what a move. That is genius, Michael. Well, that is I'm, I'm, genius. That might be the smartest thing you've ever said. You guys do realize I was the Apple guy in 2001. Yeah, the guy with two boats. Yeah, exactly. That's true. <laughs> that, is, that is. I think like that. You're that's like the smartest thing you said, Rich. You're like Lieutenant Dan. You got a letter. Brady wants ten. Lieutenant Dan invested us in a fruit company. Brady wants ten. Okay, I choose the number ten. Tom, how well, much does ten? That's not bad. Course. Next Buccaneer wants. See ya, Mike. That is a genius, already let his, bro. He's, he's already, already let his it play. out. Okay, let it out. Next play. Can't come hey, right if you're in. a Viking rookie. Say, I want number four. Yep. I don't care. <laughs> you I don't get at least wow. like two. You never even were near four. But it, it, you it, and then, and then you charge him less than the one point five. Yeah, for sure. Right? Just enough. Hey, wet the beak. Yeah, you, wet, you just wet my beak a little bit. Wow, that's cold. Yeah, buy me a rover. C note. No, that's disrespectful rover. if you just. Help. That's exactly. Oh, that is who? Man, like Mike. Who are the Dolphins? Who are the Vikings drafting at that? I know that. See who Whoever it is. is, I want number four. Number four. Like, <laughs> dang it. Oh my! Right. Great call. Print that four. All right, let's Great take call. a break. We'll come back and finish the phone banks. Finish the week and tell you what our draft looks like for next week. Our draft coverage is dynamite. Back here, eight four four two zero four rich to get in on the fun too. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests were is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
This is the Rich Eisen Show. You have set a new first for NFL Network, which is to host a highly watched program on the network and also wind up uh, having an article in a muscle magazine. Um, and, and you celebrated it by rocking the new Bengals jersey in a, in a hockey medium, which was, I think, a choice, personally. But you may uh, have the floor I on will, that. I time. will see your 17 drafts hosted this year. It brings you a blurb in Muscle and Fitness magazine. There were many Sorry. remarks Sorry. on set that the Cincinnati Bengals sent us a jersey that might have uh, been mislabeled and intended for Kay Adams. It ended up on me. <laughs> because it was very small. I felt like uh, mid-90s Ron Gant once he found the, the weight way, room. Amazing reference. Out of his amazing oh, it's a great day to be alive, Rich. I'm sure right now there's planes of Super League merch, T-shirts, caps with a logo on, flying off to a country where everyone's wearing New England Patriots undefeated season T-shirts right now. XFL. Quibby, Fire Festival, Ben Askren, they all lasted longer than it, and it is, and it's bloody wonderful. If the ball had gotten popped out and rolled directly out of bounds to the right, you get to keep it, but because it rolls a little bit further and through the end zone, you don't. I would love to get rid of that rule, give you the ball maybe on the 20-yard line, and now that's the distance to the goal you have. I think if we frame this as the Rich Eisen resolution, yes, sir. I think it's got a chance. You know how to give me an answer while uh, stroking my ego. Well done. <laughs> a+. plus. You can always tell a Michigan man, but you can't tell him too much. Is that a compliment? Is that, I'm trying you, to... You gotta think long and hard about it, but you can use that one. <laughs> Do you think the Bears tried to knock on Mike Brown's door and say, what do you think? They did. Jerry Angelo, who was the GM of the Bears at the time, we sat down and had lunch and I was like, "Are you gonna, what's the deal? Are you going to come up and get me? What, what's the play? And he said, you know, I'm not at liberty to say. I was like, Jerry, come get me, man. This is this is a great opportunity. They have, at the time, they had Lance Briggs and you know Brian Urlacher and all those guys on defense. But at the end of the day, I just don't think the Bengals were willing to, to really even pick up a phone and listen to any talks. They had zeroed in on me and, and the rest is history. Did you play rock, paper, scissors with Nick Sirianni of, of the Philadelphia Eagles? <laughs> no, I did not play rock, paper, scissors. What would you do? Rock, paper, or scissors? This is my testing of your competitive nature. I'm choosing rock. <sighs> I'm sorry I have paper. I knew you saying you were a warrior <laughs> that you would throw out your fist with a rock, and that's why I okay. chose paper. So one last time, I'm holding up for the TV audience right now what it is. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Paper. There you go. I have Got him. the rock here. Well done. Yes, sir. Paper covers rock. You take coaching, yes, and you're very competitive. Fun week. Fun, fun week here on the Rich Eisen Show. As we're here on Peacock and this Rich Eisen Show radio affiliate, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Uh, one more thing about you know the commissioner being fully vaccinated, and the NFL announced about uh, or, uh, this morning here on the West Coast um, that the uh, NFL is teaming up with CVS to have vaccines available for anybody who wants it in an NFL facility, meaning players. Can you please get vaccinated is really what the NFL is trying to say. And, you know, and they're, you know, they can't tell the players you have to get vaccinated. They could tell their own employees that. Right. But the players are part of a union. And we had J.C. Treader on and he's like, it's a choice and what have you. And everyone's got to learn to make a choice and so on and so forth. But the NFL's making it as enticing as possible for a player to just basically say, I'm vaccinated. 
here are the three things that you're allowed to do if you're fully vaccinated, which is 14 days from your, your, your second shot or from your shot, because I guess the J&J is going to be put back on the market. No longer required to be tested each day. Instead, such individuals are only required to test on a surveillance or monitoring basis of once per week. So that daily test up your nose, adios. No longer required to submit to lengthy entry testing following travel. And then here's the one. How many players I heard from this year, I lost track of them saying, I didn't get COVID and I can't play. All I was was around a guy who tested positive for COVID and we don't even know if that person has it or not. And I don't... that. The guy I was around pops, and I'm now the one who's sitting, and we don't even know if that guy who popped has it. It's about being quarantining if you're a high-risk close contact. If you're fully vaccinated, you don't have to quarantine if you're identified as that. Man, get vaccinated. Look, and I'll just say this. There's this video of, uh, what, a mad dog going after a listener saying, (laughs) I don't want to get vaccinated. And I understand that there's personal choices, and I understand that we're reading up on it, and it's scary. I totally understand it's scary. If you're doing it because it's a political reason or you're trying to own somebody, ridiculous. Ridiculous. Read up on it. It's now fully available. And the number of people that I see, and then I'll take some phone calls here, the number of people that I see on Twitter or telling me or respond to this stuff who, like, refuse to wear a mask because it's political, now won't get vaccinated because it's political, when are you going to stop looking at stuff as political and just read up on it and understand a science? My gosh, I read this article of somebody's, like, looking at, like, Disney World cast members with ink and saying they, they can't even enjoy Disney World anymore. It's just like, at some point... What are we doing? We're not... Just don't politicize it and read up on it and make your decision. And hopefully you make the decision that allows you to take the mask off. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Matt in Enid, Oklahoma. How you been, Matt? How you doing, Richie Rich? What's going on in your run, buddy? I'm hanging around with a almost four-year-old. Drive me crazy. He wants four. to talk to you, but you've been talking about this kid since birth. He's four. You're, you're. He's oh. almost. He'll be four June sixth. He's almost four. He starts school in four months. He's wow. My sidekick. Okay. I need you to bust out your magic eight ball. I have it. I need to know if my Bills have a chance to get no Travis Etienne from Clemson at number thirty. I know it. Some people say no. But I'm telling you, he's a game-breaker. We need it. I had a dream about him last night. I need him. I so, need him. I need him. I need him. It says yes. Oh. Flat out. Yes. Just one word, three letters, yes. Well, it, it, it's a locked-in. Can I do one more favor for you, Luke? For Rich? Yes. Come here, Luke. Come here we here. go. Here we go. Luke from Oklahoma. Look at you, Lukey. How you been, brother? <laughs> I love oh, it. good? Good. <laughs> Okay. You know, it's a funny thing. It's Josh Allen saying this sounds exactly the same as your son. <laughs> it's all good. All right. Tell him bye, Luke. Take, there you okay. go. All right. Take it easy, fellas. All right. Luke. 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 You know, Josh. Or did, or, now hold on a second. Did Luke go higher register on me right there, or Uh-oh. does he really mean it? Uh-oh. Is he just a little boy? Eh, I think that's his okay, voice. Okay, very good. Yeah, yeah. Andy Kansas here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Andy? Hi, Rich. What's going on? Hi, guys. I just want to say hello to you guys. I'm glad, I'm glad I'm on the show today. What's up, Andy? Um, I'm going to pay it forward tomorrow. I'm going to run the 40 uh, hey. for you for you guys, for the Rich Eisen show, that's for sure. 
What are you going to do? Where are you going to run it? Give me your details. I, uh, I, I got contacted the athletic director just a while ago, and uh, they're going to set it up at the high school. Okay. One high school in the state of Kansas, in this Kansas where I live, at Liberal Kansas. And they, they directed me to the soccer coach, and I know she is, and she's going to set me up tomorrow. It's the to, to artificial turf. I don't remember they used to call it astroturf. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I know all surfaces. I've blown out body parts on all of them, sir. Just be careful. <laughs> yeah. Stretch, hydrate. Stretch, yeah. Get out. Uh, just, you, you have to, it's your start and then your finish. Just, you yes, know. Yes, I've, I've been watching you. Okay. Uh, I, I, I met you guys. Be, I don't want to, you know, we're going to shine light on myself, but I met you guys in Dallas. You remember if you gave me that, that Von Miller hat, that helmet. Okay. You remember that? Or? I, yeah, that was in the parking lot, right? No. Yeah. Yes. 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 And go. anyway, I was 260 pounds then, Rich. Today I weigh 184 pounds. Oh, wow. nice, man. Well done, man. So you got your run. Go for it. And I do me this favor when you when you post it, hashtag Run Rich Run and 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 at NFL Network. So they've been retweeting a lot of people's runs, and they'll see it better if you if you include them in the tag, and then of course the hashtag Run Rich Run. That would be great. Okay, I'll send a picture of my before and after, and uh, I think I can. I think I can get it probably under five. Rich. Well done, register <laughs> out the door. Good luck, well Andy. Done. Good luck, bro. There you go. By the way, in case anybody's wondering, you know, uh, I do remember, you know, meeting a bunch of people at a, a draft. We've been around, but when he says Dallas, I'll be. I always shoot you straight. I took a stab. It was when we did the show. Yeah, we were in the parking outside, we were the, outside the parking lot. So I said it's in the parking lot. So it's a lot. It's also the largest expanse I could think of of where I was. Very big. You know what I mean? Took that shot. But we were giving away stuff. We were giving away yeah. stuff. Commercials and so we yeah. were giving away stuff. We had a nice little setup there. That's right. Our friends at Courtyard. Oh, by the way, I'm going to be doing a clubhouse. With Courtyard nice. the Wednesday night before the draft. Oh, okay. We'll be All talking right. about that a little bit more next we'll, week. We'll pop in there. Big week next week. So Ooh. on Monday's show, guess who's joining us? Mac Cow Jones. Mac hey, Jones. Jones. Mac Jones. Everybody. I thought you were going to say Patrick Sertan. <laughs> no, but I appreciate that you're pronouncing his name correctly. Well, you should if you want him. Well, you, you corrected him. me, and you're a professional. Thank you so, so much. You know. Chris Collinsworth's on Monday's oh, show. Yeah. His PFF is, you know, all over evaluating oh, these kids. All over it. Kirk Herbstreet's on Monday's hey, show, everybody. Herbie. Yes, yes. That's who's on Monday's show. Did I miss anybody? Oh, oh yes, my gosh. Michael B. Jordan. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, okay. right. Yeah. Ready to bury the lead there, oh, right. Michael B. Jordan. I feel like our young program. female demographic is That's going right. to shoot through the roof on Monday. That's right. That's right. Sexiest man alive along with should have been sexiest bald man alive. <laughs> That's I, a winning combo, I, Rich. I, I will not bring up with him <laughs> that whole awfulness of that sexiest bald man alive being Prince William. Just can't have it. Won't do it. Tuesday show, DJ Jeremiah will be on the program. Move the sticks. Daniel Jeremiah will be on the program. Trey Lance. Calling oh, into the yeah. show, scheduled show. Yeah, future baby. jet quarterback. We nice. got it all working. <laughs> future jet Nicely done. I'll take Nicely it. done. We've <laughs> already had. You don't want him. We've already had future Dallas Cowboy tight end Kyle Pitts on the program. <laughs> uh, we've been all over this thing, and we continue to be all over it. And then I'm going to be out of the chair next Wednesday when Dan, uh, Dan Helly sits in. Hey. Ryan Leaf will hey. be here on draft day, and then on Friday I'll be calling in all three days just Great. to tell you what's going on in Ohio. Love it.
So that's how we're rolling into the week. And you're going to FaceTime me on Thursday from the draft, right? On television. Nice. If there is when a trade-up for the Cowboys. Pits. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'm be excited we'll no matter who we brother get. from another right here on NBC Sports on Peacock when we come back. For the radio audience, we'll see you Monday. <laughs> 